people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the CEO or the janitor given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing oh you want to know me well I'm the man that you knew now you know Bill advised and some of that short shut down for a while so yeah we've been a lot of stuff done we had so much work to do but I have a lot more Never is. You, but we're, no, we're our, all done. We're our basement. Well, at least you guys have a pool now. We put an above yes. ground pool and they added the deck and then changed the fence and then finished, refinished two of the bedrooms, new front door, put double doors in. Now we're doing the basement. My, my house is a fucking shit show anyway, so it, it, it is. We, as my dad said, the very first night we lived there, we had six inches of water in my upstairs bathroom coming through two floors. And I'm like, I go, what am I going to do? He goes, I don't feel bad for you. You saved a hundred grand in this house. I get that. I still have water coming out of my fucking ceiling. So Saturday, <laughs> get to be the AC went quick. out. As I was helping with the AC, slipped in the floor, the dishwasher went out. As I was on my way to replace the toilet, that went out all on Saturday. So that, that my house is the money pit, like the... But Did you lose the subfloor or anything, or just no? It no. Just, it, uh, the wood's already already trashed from the roof leaking, so it doesn't really matter. I'm replacing it eventually, anyway. So yeah, when know. I get my kitchen remodeled, then we'll replace the flooring we'll see and my that. range. No, you're not getting your range. I'm gonna keep no, going to keep it every single day. They had, they had <laughs> one dishwasher in Samsung actually in stock in the entire Mart because nobody has computers or dishwashers or anything anywhere because it all comes from overseas. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, there's three weeks for install. I'm like, I'll just do it myself. We load it up. And she goes, I found my range. She starts to smile. I go, oh, fuck. She's understand it's the dream range. I'm like, guys, then dreams are never going to come true. <laughs> $17,000. I'm like, nev- not even if I won the lottery, could I ever? No, no, no. Interest free for five years. Exactly. All the amazing food that I would make on that. It was like the window quote we got was $57,000. It's actually yeah. almost like you're losing money not having it. I, I, right. I, <laughs> See? Don't help her. Um, <laughs> well, it was the window quote was 57000 but with the specials they got going on, it's only thirty five grand. i am like, never going to happen. <laughs> Ours are way better than builder grade. $30,000 better. Yeah, is I it going to add $34,000 in value to my house? <laughs> you know how much plastic I could put on the outside and I, inside oh, of those plastic? plastic. I'd oh, plastic we need new windows. <laughs> you just motivated me to YouTube and do this my damn self. So yep. I'll go to Home Depot or Menards get my 11% rebate. So, Well, thanks for coming on the show. The now we're yeah. in the podcast, all things entrepreneurship, business, people who just take life and kick it in the ass. Uh, my social guest, Brittany Rexius, my wife, my better half. You're so lucky. I am so lucky. <laughs> she's the eye candy, and apparently I get more splash when she's on the show, so now she's always on the show. Um, and I've got uh, Dan Dutton and Dan Goley with the Dan's On Site podcast themselves. Mm-hmm. You guys are with Omni Partners. Um, real, realtor, realtors, uh, I would say the the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Dan the Dance, because <laughs> I, I got that entrance introduction on their, on their podcast last week, which was awesome. Um, you know, this is awesome because uh, Dan is actually the guy who leased me my very first property ever, 2010. And so, kind of coming back around full circle, like, this is a, well, you leased me almost all my spots, I think. Well, a good chunk of them. You leased me this studio, actually. You did, yes. Yes, you did. So, long but, before did a good job. studio. It's yeah, nice well, this isn't a studio. This was a room. It's going to be a boardroom. Board but since uh, we're professionally unprofessional at Rexy's Nutrition, there's no reason to have a professional boardroom because we would literally do nothing but probably play. I think this room was orange originally. It maybe? was orange, and we were like, we could play beer pong in here because that's a <laughs> professional. So, <laughs> it turned into the, the studio. Um, Honestly, like, uh, tell us a little bit about like how long you guys have been in business, how long you guys have been doing what you've been doing. 
Uh, so I've been in real estate 18-ish years, doing primarily commercial the whole entire time. Retail's kind of specialty. Uh, Dan and I have been together, I guess, about five years. I bring mm-hmm. Dan on because I get more splash on the podcast yeah, when Dan's sweet, on the sweet, podcast. See, you see what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Smart guy. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> where, you know. Anyway, uh, so Dan and I partnered about five years now, and uh, we do a little bit of everything. But if it's commercial real estate, we're probably involved somehow, some way. Yeah. Awesome. What did yeah. you do before you started working with uh, Mr. Dutton? Well, I, I've been in it for 25 years, and I think actually when we first – we knew each other as cohorts – and then Dan, there was a period of time where he was asset manager, so I kind of did a lot of the leasing for him. That was Tim's dark years. Oh, was it? Yeah, my dark years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was doing all the leasing. Uh, yeah. And then Dan came back into brokerage, and we just we worked together so much, it only made sense. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, then you guys started your own podcast recently, which I thought was awesome. Um, what spurred that? Just the... Uh, COVID. COVID, really. Yeah. It yeah. was the idea of, you know, we're now working from home. We're not going out doing showings. We're not meeting people. Everything's different. And so we sat down with our team. There's four of us uh, that work together. And we wanted to think of ways to create content, get ourselves out there, get properties out there, you know, keep doing business as best we can. But how can you do it differently when you're stuck at home? And so the podcast was one of those ideas that we came up with. Well, I think it is brilliant. I think a lot of times when we have a major shake to the economy, whatever it may cause it, whether it be COVID, whether it be the 2008, 2009 housing crash, uh, what was it Y2K? Was that 1999? <laughs> dates us all, but we're all we're all in the same age group, so we can deal with it. Um, but you know, that's I Rexius came out of the 2009 housing crash because I got my ass kicked and figured, okay, I'm broke now, so I might as well be happy and broke instead of miserable and broke in a job I didn't want to do. And that's how it led me to meeting you. And uh, we talked about this on his podcast, but how it was I met one of the guys from Selden at a graduation party after they'd had quite a few beers and then um, they agreed like I'll get you I'll lease you a spot because that was the one thing I had no idea how to get a leasing space because I had enough money to start the business but I didn't have any credit well I had credit but it just wasn't good and um, I didn't have anything else for co-signership at the time and, and then uh, that's how I got introduced to Dan and walking outside a store at the time which was a Verizon Wireless it was a franchise Yeah. and I meet Dan and it wasn't what I expected a realtor. The other realtor I met from another company is this tiny little guy with a nasal thing, you know, pardon my interruption, you know. Um, <laughs> it's even funnier if you know all these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to make him famous. So, remain uh, nameless. Remain yeah. nameless. Oh, and a douchebag. Anyways, so... Um, your dance is big, dude. I'm like, sweet, another big guy, you know, because I was, I was, I got bigger after I started the store. But anyway, so Dan's like, all right, listen. We are with maintenance. We're just checking the building. I go, why? These guys don't know they're leaving here tomorrow. <laughs> I go, oh shit, one of those. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're with. Uh, we're just inspecting the building. These kids are just working. The phone store had no idea. And he goes, yeah, you could uh, definitely put your shit over here. It would look great. And I'm like, sweet. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and that we led to the first spot. You know, which was shoestring budget. The white boxed it because I didn't know. We don't want it, just white. Just make everything white. I'll paint it later. Yeah, yeah I found out what a pain in the ass that is because um, the slat wall is glued to the wall. You can't take it down. Mm-hmm. You have no. to paint. So I painted no, it like concrete. Little, yeah, but the old carpet had been there for 20 now, years. Now there's slat wall in every store, though. So well, I know. Like it was a, a great Westwood's well, a slat wall hit well, king. They, well, they put slat wall in because, and I'm like, you're doing it for free? Sweet. I'll take free. I had plans for other shelves, but if it's free. So now all my stores across all eight states are all slat wall because. It's expensive. Because, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a good deal for us because we can kind of, like, when you don't have enough 
enough product. You can take the shelf down. Nobody knew it was there. I'm like, sweet, because I'm broke. I only have enough for this much space. So, um, and then we eventually, like, that's our first spot. That's still our number one grossing location is sure. the 120th and center over all eight states. By And I'm never leaving. It's only 14 foot wide. We Don't say that yet. When's your renewal up? Uh, well, Not we just, for a while. We just renewed it oh, okay. th- three times now. Um, <laughs> but there, except for the one tree out front that just won't die. I've prayed for that tree to die. It blocks my sign. You can't see it from anywhere. It's the smallest sign I have in the company. I spent my first three years explaining to people, if you look at Taco Bell, turn around. Turn around. If you go to Taco Bell and then feel bad about yourself, definitely come across the street. That was pretty much it. I mean, um, and now you're at the, the stage where, you, I mean, you've been doing this. You guys have been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what changes, I guess, have you seen other than COVID over the last, say, like 10 years, in, in, especially in commercial leasing and, and sales? Have you guys seen a lot of changes in the... The fundamentals really aren't changing that much. It's just more or less, you know, do, do I, well, I'll go back to the Amazon story. You know, Amazon came out. And you're probably seeing some of it. Yeah. Everybody thought Amazon was going to kill everybody. You know, all, all the world is doing is reinventing itself. And yeah. that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just, this COVID is forcing everybody to think differently. Yeah. Well, and Dan, Dan and I like to talk about brick and mortar retail. And the story that the national media especially puts out is so exaggerated. And in many cases, just not true. Yeah. And brick and mortar is still alive, but you have to be better at it than you were. You know, yeah. in the 90s, Everybody did it. Everybody made a fortune doing it. And there was no creativity. You could literally go to any, you know, shipping yard in the country, get a crate, put it in a store and make a fortune. Now you actually have to be good at what you do. Well, there's the Montgomery Wards. That's been reinvented. You know, there is the Brandeis. You know, that's been reinvented. So it's just the whole world's just constantly reinventing. Well, I just think that the speed of the Internet, the the voice purchasing, all those things have just exposed you know, the frauds from the real business owners, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it was a great leveling to me. I mean, the ones who are left are the good ones. They, they weren't just there out of a matter of a location convenience because your phone's always more convenient than driving down the street. But if you have a good shop, good service, those people are stronger than ever. I mean, some of my franchisees, even amidst all this craziness, had record-breaking months the last few months because we were already doing things correctly. Now the weak competitors who were just exploiting for revenue are gone and now we're the only one left. So it's, it's an, I look at everything as an opportunity. I think we have great invention comes out of times like this. Mm-hmm. You guys like, well, you know, right now, because like, we're all challenged to, to grow. And I think podcast is fantastic. We started, we're a year ahead, obviously, just because we saw so much going digital that, and um, as my wife will tell you, I'm a big fan of me. And so I, I like to talk, and Dan knows this. Uh, and uh, so I'm like, hey, you know, let's record it. We'll put it out for the whole world. Everybody needs a little little piece of Tim Rexy on a weekly basis. So we're just yeah, tired we're of the negative. I yeah, mean, you yeah, watch, you, yeah. I, you turn on the news, and I don't care what side of the aisle on. It doesn't matter. I mean, the whole world is just it's all negative right now. Yeah. And then we kind of felt we need to change that message a little yeah. bit. You know, it's just it's coming out wrong. And not that we're going to change everybody's mind, but yeah. the people we're associated with, we just want to get them right back. We also it. felt like, you know, we know people like you. Yeah. Uh, we know restaurant owners, other business owners. That's a piece of information we can give that not everybody in the public gets. Yeah. Not everybody can go say, oh, well, how does Tim Rexius operate his business? Or, hey, Mr. Restaurateur, how are you doing during COVID? How do you make it work? Yeah. And what we, you know, what we found is time and time again is... The guys that are the ones that are successful 
are successful now during COVID. And it's really not about how the economy is or the environment that's out there. It's about them individually. Absolutely. It either makes them successful or not successful. Going out and meeting their clients, talking to their clients. I mean, you know, it's just full communication. It's just staying out there. That doesn't cost any money. Well, so we said we have meetings with our partners at Iron Heaven and at Rexius. We said the same thing. We're like, all right, and the two things we were going to invest in our businesses when everybody else is trying to hold cash back because they don't because they're scared of what the next six months. I'm like, opportunity. I'm going to take over my market space, and I'm going to do it better. So we're going to invest in more. We're going to do more content. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to put up more products for the other stores that are going out of business, so we can kind of catch everyone's what they're missing. I said the gym. We expanded. We actually put more equipment in. We did more money in cleaning. We're going to make it a better, the best environment, so you have a choice. And then two is relationships. So you guys know this, I man. I'm a very loyal person, and I don't have to act super professional around you guys, which I appreciate <laughs> because I'm professionally unprofessional, but I have, we had that relationship, you know, but that's the reason it makes it us, us, um, what I guess, discriminate on what the word is, but, um, it makes, come it on, makes you out. stand out. Yeah, it makes you stand out. There are relationships there. Like it's, it's, I have a relationship here and, and because I, I can be forthright, I can be completely open and honest, be like, yeah, I don't want to do that because that's way too much damn money. Or that's, right, or right. that's, or that I don't like this because of that. I don't know. That makes me feel uncomfortable. I can have that conversation. And we had this with some web developers uh, and, and some uh, financial planners in a week ago, the gent um, with Fempreneur. And I said, I got to be honest with you. I don't talk to financial planners because you all make me nervous. <laughs> and why? Because I don't understand your lingo. And I just, it's this, so I just don't talk to them. And I think the same, we had that thing with real estate a few years back. Uh, Shane, my business partner, Rexius is, He's uh, he's Shane, and and, and, <laughs> and, and and Shane's like the most likable, positive person on the planet. And we at first we I think we had a meeting with somebody that was trying to sell something. He goes, "Did you understand any of those abbreviations?" I go, "No." He goes, "Shit, I was hoping you did. I have no idea." <laughs> did they say LOI? I go, "I think they did." Let's look that up quick. <laughs> you know, but then like now I have the relationship. I can I go, "I don't know what that means." And I think that that's where the relationships take over that makes people more comfortable to do business with somebody. So I told my staff, "We're going to double our relationships. Do you know your customers' names? Do you know where their kids go to school? Do you know what they do? Do you know what they're." into because mm-hmm. if you want to beat Jeff Bezos and Amazon the one thing you can do is have a relationship with that person that can yeah. never be created through a chat module on Amazon's customer service yeah. mm-hmm. or the knowledge that we have about our industry much less that but if you just have a relationship so I mean, a lot of those we, chats are automated yeah. they are you know, it's a bot it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, some nerd invented something super way smarter than me. It's probably gonna make way more money than I ever will be, but they have, a, it's a bot. It's an automated response mm-hmm. and you, the relationship can't be achieved through, uh, uh, well, a website that you can in person. I, I think. mean, that's, that's why we go to Leslie's over buying pool supplies is because I'm sure it costs more, there, but the girl who works there is phenomenal. Yeah. She's amazing. And she's I can joke and she actually laughs at my jokes. But, and I am funny. I don't care what you say. And I am funny. And, 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 and I can be honest. I'm like, listen, I'm really lazy and I don't want to scrub the pool. What What do I need to buy to make that happen? She goes, oh, at least you're honest. Okay, go get those three things. I'm like, sweet, totally worth a hundred bucks because I don't want to scrub that bastard. <laughs> but at least I can be honest. You know, and I think that's where relationships come into play. And as getting through COVID now, I mean, what's your guys' outlook with a lot of this stuff? I guess with real estate, leasing changing a little bit right now, are, people, are, are landlords more hesitant? or is it- Just a lot of clauses that are going to go in. I mean, yeah. there's going to be some pandemic clauses to allow a lot of these people to get out. That's probably going to be the biggest change. We really haven't, you know, there's still some people that are hoping for, you know, back in, you mentioned 2008 when the banks were getting out and everybody's getting a fire sale. We haven't seen that yet. So there's a gap yeah. ex- between expectations, mm-hmm. but you know, really it's going to be clauses. We're having showings all the time and, you know, the activity's still there. So there's a lot of cash still in the marketplace. Yeah. And, you know, when Dan and I, when this thing first came up, because Dan and I lived professionally through 08. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, 
boy, we have to go through this again. You know, what lessons did we learn in 08? What can we provide to our team? What can we provide to the other younger brokers in our office? All those kind of things. But the biggest difference between 08 and now was the banks didn't have any money in 08. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so they couldn't lend people any money. Nobody, the stock market crashed. Nobody had any money themselves. The banks didn't have money. Now people still have cash. The banks are all, they're all super healthy for the most part, very healthy. They have money to lend. You know, the government helped obviously with yeah. PPP and stimulus and all that stuff. So there's a lot of cash out there. And so, yes, we've seen, you're going to see a rash of closings now as PPP dries up. You're going to see, my guess is people are going to try to stick it out through summer because summer's slow anyway. Yeah. Fall picks back up. So they're going to try to make it to fall yeah. and see if their business picks back up. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen in fall, right? And so you're going to probably see another rash of clothing, closings through the end of the year. And then we'll probably... It'll be okay after that. But in the meantime, you know, we've done three restaurant leases since yeah. this all began. And that's a business that I think we all would have said at the beginning, like, no restaurants no, ever yeah. open another Well, everyone yeah. thinks it's closing and there's nobody ever coming back to it. You know, but it takes time. We, we take them through and you got to have to cut the deal and then you have to do the construction. So there's like usually a three-month lag where everybody thinks it's dark and nothing's going on. So yeah. that's, you know. Well, as I've said with this, you know, we do so much advice for business owners and young entrepreneurs and this stuff. I said, I told them all a hundred times, like, get to know your landlord, know your realtor, know your guys. And, and, and I saw a team. Well, That's it, kind of it, what it we is, like. Is, yeah. Yeah. Is, we are big on that team. And, and I said, it was, it was, you know, there was some negative connotation online about landlords and that I go, listen, they're just, I mean, they're just trying to pay their rent too, guys. Like yeah, they're they they're just they, they, they have bills to pay. I know all my landlords. Mm -hmm. I know my property managers. One, because most of them shop at the store, which is it was useful. And um, but I you yeah, know, a couple ambassadors from after you were on our show. I know. I think they haven't signed up yet. Let's do it. Let's do it. And 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 the thing is, you know, I said that they're just people. So I just I just, I called them all. I just knew them all. I'm like, hey, they're all like, hey. I, most of them reached out to me first. How are things going? I'm like, good so far. You guys, uh, you know, you shop at Rexy's. Thank you. Have you thought about an Iron Heaven gym membership? They don't start yeah. laughing. That was it. You know, I'm going to go for the sale. And I like told them, have a team of people around that you mm -hmm. trust, that you can be real with, that you can be honest with. And when shit hits the fan, like, you know, if you don't know them, the only time you ever call them is when you can't pay. Mm -hmm. you, there's no relationship. There's no, no. relationship. And, and it's it, for them. It's, I always say entering into a lease is entering into a marriage. Yeah. You know, that letter of intent stage is kind of like. Dating, <laughs> a little dating. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. But what does a what makes a marriage work? Communication, right? Yeah. What does what makes a landlord tenant relationship work? Communication, and that goes both ways. It's not 100 percent on the tenant. It's also on the landlord. There has to be a 50 50 relationship yeah. there. But I always tell tenants: the earlier you reach out to your landlord the better off you'll be. Because mm -hmm. oh, yeah. they want you to succeed too. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said that to our potential franchisees when we get into these things. So we, we take it from the, the I mean, the very, the virgin stages all the way through and we just said like, they don't have a clue and I'm like, a broker, which is my guy, because I know you think you understand it, but you don't. Commercial real estate is a different animal, and I've been we've been leasing spots for ten years, and I'm still like I'm gonna ask Dan because I just don't know. You guys look at it all the time, so I always mm -hmm. I've always said I always encourage like hire an expert in their field. I mean, I don't go to court and defend myself. I am an attorney as long as I don't do anything. Dumb. Well, you know the but, best you know, thing about it is if you're a tenant, our services hundred percent free. Yeah, the amount of and money buyer. you've paid me. In our relationship, mm -hmm. is exactly zero dollars. Exactly, I never, not, not, not a thing. And I think telling the, the new percentage franchisees, I'm like, hey, and I I put it in a way like you know just 
we'll, we'll talk to Dan, you know, and it works on our behest and that's what it's for. Like, you, I mean, that's what they're there for. Like, well, they don't want to pay. They don't get locked into a condo. There's no, nothing to worry about. Like until we sign a lease, it's nothing there. I said, it, it's just, they're there to help you. Like use an expert in your field. So I encourage the hell out of it. Cause everybody's like, Oh, I can negotiate this myself, save some money. You're not saving a penny. Like it doesn't, no. I, I, fact, we see we, that a lot. Uh, yeah. We have one right now in yeah. our office where, uh, somebody who should know better didn't use the right people or didn't use any people at all. Certainly didn't it, use us. It's cost them a fortune. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a mess. Yeah. I mean, and that's, um, well, and that's just it because like you, you start getting through these leases when shit hits the fan and I, I've had these before. 40 pages at eight point font. I'm like, son of a bitch. I can't see this crap anymore. I'm too old. And so I use her bifocals. (laughs) She's got bifocals now. That's all I'm going to say. And it's cool. Her and my grandma bought the same glasses. Anyways, so. um, (laughs) Does he look any different? His head's bigger. <laughs> but it was yeah. <laughs> smart ass. But it was like I was shut up. So it was like last week. So I was like, I had in my notes my Bellevue lease. Dan and I talked about this earlier. I'm like, oh, that's coming up. And the dude emailed me like the end of March. It's like, hey, good business like you is gonna make it to the through all this. I'm like, whatever, asshole. It's the end of March. Like I can't figure this shit out right now. I go, and Friday we're about to leave. I'm yeah. like, let me pull this thing up quick. Let me find it. And I had until the, the, yesterday. Or yeah, to 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 show my six months in advance to let them know I was going to extend my option for the next five years for Bellevue, which I am because our Bellevue store kills it. It does so phenomenal. We have a great manager, great team, and I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, Dan, oh shit. Uh, so yeah, this thing says six months. What do I do? And I'm like, okay, well he was calm, and I wasn't. I was like, he's like, well, I go Friday night. All of a sudden I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to go home and drink. I hope I don't lose my. I don't know because I, I can't. I've done that many extensions, honestly. Like usually it's. Just, hey, I need to extend this thing. Cool. But on the other side of that, you and I have seen firsthand, maybe not specifically with you. With one of the franchisees. With one of the franchisees, Mm -hmm. what happens until you wait till the last Mm -hmm. second. And now it's no longer, you know, you knew still, worst case scenario, I got five days to figure this out. Yeah. Right? And then I still have six months from there, right? But we've seen firsthand when you wait until you got like literally five days to figure it out, or maybe it's three days to figure yeah. it out. And now it's not calling me to be like, hey, what's the process here? And literally, I told you, send a certified letter saying yeah. you're going to, oh, okay, that's it. In that ca- other case that we're talking about, it was it months was, after. Like, it was, he was panic almost time. Out. Yeah, it was, it panic, was time. panic time. Yeah. I had to call that landlord up and basically beg them, and we were at their mercy. What's the rent? Oh, Okay, I guess that is the rent. Yeah, it is. There's no negotiation left. And one of our competitors, of his, oh, it was a franchise, a competitor was about to take the store over, yep. which would have lost his customer base because people are used to their habit, you know, where it was. Oh, and yeah. then it was, then you had to agree to terms that just really didn't want to agree to. And, and a price increase, I'm like, and, and I told Mike, oh, this, they're not an attorney. They're, they're a broker. They're a realtor. Like, they're, they're not, like, they can't, you can't do shit. I mean, it really is one of those that you have to, and we've just talked about this earlier. I need to do this. I'm starting to do this. Pull out all my leases, put in my long-term iPhone calendar, the notifications yeah. of when I need to go actually look at Because you don't think it's five years ago. Yep. I mean, shit, I, I don't remember last week. I mean, I really don't. I have six kids. They wear me out. I do most of the work <laughs> in my house. I mean, Pull it's a shit door. I did. I mean, I birthing the kids, uh, all of it. Birthing. 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 The new door was put in. 
I worked really hard on that. And um, <laughs> I helped carry that front door. Up. She did. She did. She did more of me you that were. time. But anyways, you know, I don't remember. You just don't remember that kind of shit, you know. And it's mm-hmm. and it's not your job to remember it either. I mean, like, literally, it's just like just need to put in your. You don't think, but it's five years from like future Tim, it's gonna be all over that shit. Future Tim's got all that. And I say that. It is my favorite line, you know. But in any advice you guys want to give to like first time people trying to look at like either retail or even whatever it is leasing a spot um, that you guys like first thing you guys would suggest to people find a broker like us or you know preferably us but anybody at trust you know yeah. that's the big and thing and I always say don't be afraid to call a few brokers yeah, yeah. call a few A start with who Listen, I love to pump up my industry and say we're the greatest people in the world, but some of us don't return calls. So just call around. See who returns your call first and foremost. Interview a few people. You like us, you know, great. If you don't like us, no sweat. But um, And then the, the second thing is really give yourself enough time. I think there's too many people we run into yeah. that are like, great, all I got to do is sign the lease. You brought the lease, right, because I'll sign that today, and then I'll get open in like three days. You're like, well— no, we have to make an offer, and then we have to negotiate. Yeah. The lease is like forty pages, by the way, maybe yeah. sixty pages. <laughs> so do you get you you know this is not signing an apartment lease, and then we have build out. You know, you have to hire a contractor to do this stuff, yeah. or even if you do it yourself, we have to go to the city for permits. Especially now at the city, it could be eight weeks oh, for yeah, even we getting the pr- city approval. Back. So that's eight two weeks. months. I mean, it yeah. took me three months to get a sign in our gym just to get the approval. Yeah, sign. and this is not just an Omaha thing. This is an everywhere thing. Yeah, yeah. every. Every city has, you know, some cities will be slightly better to work with. Some cities, we hear stories. Luckily, we're here in the Midwest where everybody is fairly reasonable. You go out to the coast, and it's a different ball game, and it can get crazy. Mm-hmm. So give yourself time. You, you don't don't start looking for space a year before you know, yeah. or two years before you're ready. Make sure you're ready. But I would say a minimum, give yourself six months. Find a broker, and then you know what. That's a relationship too. Once you've hired these people, you got to trust what we have to say to a yeah. certain degree, yeah. right? Um, and we know a lot of things too that are coming up. You know, maybe there's a troubled tenant that you know maybe going out or announcing they're going to go out yeah. in three months. So we'll know that already. That's yeah. kind of my first spot, Verizon. Absolutely. Like, we never, yeah. We never I mean, how that. would you have ever known? I would never. Everybody thinks that, yeah. they can go online and they have all the information we have, and a lot of stuff that we have, whether or not it's purchase or you know to lease, never even hits the market. Yeah. But I think about that first location, I think back to that a lot in my career because, you know, you had to trust me to say, Tim, no, I, you just got to, I feel like this is the right spot for you. I yeah. talked to you. I know you. I know it doesn't fit. There's a tree and there's a Taco Bell. I realize there's a tree <laughs> yeah. and a Taco Bell. I've been eating here daily for the last few years. Look at me. I've seen the Taco Bell. Uh, but I <laughs> sitting sit in the Taco Bell drive through like pondering your life. Uh, Where your life is decisions. Tim Rexia? Oh, start, they got number five boxer. Lose weight now. <laughs> Go in there next. I'm a, you thought about going over there and putting on stickers on the drive-thru yeah. just to see how long they stay on there? Monday. Famous I'm go words. Go over to Taco Bell and then go get the but, And I think we've talked about it before. I think it's people's expectation of time. It's just different. Like it takes a while to negotiate things. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's quick. Sometimes it's been quick yeah. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Can be. But and people are like they're excited. And I, it's it's for me. It's hard as a franchisor because I'm trying to cultivate the excitement level and still make sure it's there two months because it might take two months. Yeah. I got a guy's working at Council Bluffs now for a month. He, he's working through the financing issue, and I'm like, I go, bro, it's COVID. It's a brand new retail. Bankers don't have the same excitement as the guy who owns the building who wants to rent it to yeah. you. And, and then too, like we found out with our gym deal that sometimes if they're not, if that landlord isn't set to look over your deal till the third Thursday of the month, 
they're not looking at it till the no. third Thursday. You of the lose month. a whole week or you, two. Sometimes you, you only meet twice a month. It is, and that's and you don't have control over that. And you know, if it's a very you know large landlord, they don't really. I mean, not they they don't care. They have a lot of other shit to do. You know. Well, I'll tell you, though, Dan and I joke in the office all the time about that number one warning sign. I don't care if it's the landlord side or the tenant side, but that guy needs to sign a lease tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, we, whoa, you know what? Maybe we're not a right fit because yeah. there, there's just something that's not right there. Yeah. If you have to sign a lease this week that badly, then— Typically, so- you're being— kicked out of your existing space or something else. There's that a partnership your money management separation. Is terrible. Is, yeah. I mean, you got money that yeah. you're trying yeah, to burn. Yeah, you have money yeah. today, but yeah. not tomorrow. tomorrow. I won't. And we've yeah. seen some that have gone around and signed leases under different entities with three or four different landlords, and then they'll collect tenant improvements. And, you know, we've seen all the different... Yeah. You have to watch out for that. Well, we found that. I mean, you were talking about in other states. Like, we were looking at it last year. went to Florida twice, look at spots. You mm-hmm. pulled up some spots and finding out that it really is different, that... I mean, shit, we went down there. We found some beautiful spots. It yeah. was, we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy. We were going to do it on our own money. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Is like, I don't really want to own a store in Florida that far away, but I saw the opposite. The space was there. I'm like, you want how much? Are you shitting me? That's more expensive than Dallas. That's more expensive than, than Denver. And I find out that the people in the building don't really care for rents, that mm-hmm. they were beyond wealthy, and uh, there was a lot of retired money down there. It was just a different ball mm-hmm. game. And it, but the population count, but it was, it was also an excuse for me to write off every time I got to go to Florida. So I was kind of excited <laughs> about that. But, but it was different. We were waiting weeks for responses, and the people were like, yeah, we don't really use the internet listings. What do you mean? Yeah, you that know, was a big thing know, in Florida. Was, it, they don't really do that. So it, it, it's different everywhere. I, you know, in Florida, they probably don't have to work as hard for tenants either. Well, it's yeah. Florida, yeah. right? I'm, I'm a half mile off the beach. Uh, people yeah. are going to come to me. I don't really have to go advertise to them. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the Midwest. We kind of got to work hard for everything, <laughs> well, right? Yeah. Well, it's like even if people think, well, I just look up LoopNet. I'm like, well, LoopNet's good, and you can find some stuff on LoopNet, and I have before. But like Carney, for instance, we were looking yeah. at you know maybe changing things. I'm just seeing what the community— there's nothing on there at no. all. But if yeah. you drive down Second Avenue in Kearney, if anybody's been out to Kearney, um, it's it's three hours, lovely direction. Just go straight. You don't even have to turn. <laughs> um, and and you, and drive. you drive down. You drive down. You'll see twenty spots available. And I would never know. You will know because you'll know the the, the realtors are out there. Know who to contact. And it was one of those things. People think that you don't know all the spots that are available or the opportunities. If there's somebody's trying to sublease or they're whatever, like this one, this the space one right now was a sublease. We've yeah. done that a lot. Dan and I have gone out. We call you know it's seems kind of painful, but it's definitely old school. We'll literally get in the car and we've driven Oklahoma, we've driven Nebraska, Iowa, some of Kansas, some of Missouri, and we'll just drive together. We we kind of have a system down. I'm I'm usually the driver and Dan's logging, and so we'll see. You know, we'll see a building and we'll know right away that, you know, there's trouble there or that tenant's kind of squeaking. We'll write down names and addresses and come back and find it. The beauty thing is there, too, right? If I call a broker in Oklahoma City, when we're down in Oklahoma City looking for a client, I call a broker up. I don't have to tell them why I'm there. They, they know why I'm there, right? Yeah. And, but I'm also not a tenant. So if you tenant calls up broker in Oklahoma City, they don't want to tell you about anything else. You called about this space, they want to put you in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I could call that broker in Oklahoma City and go, what else you got? What else do you know about? Yeah. And they'll spew it all out to us because, you know, they know we're going to take our clients wherever we think is best for them. Yeah. And so they give us all the information. And that's another, even in Omaha, that's a benefit that, you know, when people go out and try to do these commercial transactions, they can get so much benefit by using a broker who knows oh, yeah. the market, knows the people involved in the game. 
Well, it's just that we've been looking at, you know, eventually purchasing, which is a whole new thing for us. Like, mm-hmm. it's something she was all gun ho about, about a year, on. dead set on owning commercial real estate. I'm like, all right, well, let me watch some YouTube videos. <laughs> so, like, when I'm doing Dad, cardio, I'll get it done. Oh, yeah. So, I watched about 20. We need a YouTube video on yeah, I see. Uh, like, I, so hey, I did, see, we just came up I with another was, idea. There you go. How to video. And, I, yeah. I, and so, I watched about 20 YouTube videos while I was doing cardio over like about, about two months. She goes, how do you feel? I go, I have 1% knowledge. That's it. I, I don't. I still don't. Even watching those things, it was very good. Like it was, it was, but it's cool. How YouTube can do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I go. I do understand that. I don't understand it. That's what happened after 20 YouTube videos. Yep. And but it's, she was dead set on it. And we kind of got our first taste looking at a building previously. You remember that? And I'm like, okay, yep. I'm glad we didn't do it then. It wasn't the right thing for us. But as we're you know, for our gyms, they're expanding massively, and all of our on all of our members know we had to tell them, like, hey, we're going to buy some land, we're going to build our own shit. Like, we know that we 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 grew, and because of customer service, and because we don't have contracts, our membership has grown exponentially. We keep putting money in the business, but I don't own the buildings, and I can't make more space. And I need showers at my Chandler location for all of my gym members following. I'm going to get you some showers, okay? <laughs> um, and Lambert, like, I, I literally don't. Um, Chad, no, we're not getting a hot tub. I don't care. He's brought this up. It's never going to happen ever. Nope. Sorry. Oh. Nope. Um, don't want it. No mess with it. Uh. So, but, you know, like for us, and it's some of it's listed, some of it's not. You know, we're looking at the, you know, there's a building by our Stonegate gym. It used to be a gym. You know where Billy I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I sure do. It's not listed anywhere. It's on their site. I'm like, those pictures you have aren't the same as the building now. In fact, there's, <laughs> there's boards everywhere. Well, uh, marketing. You know, we call marketing. that marketing. marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good marketing. It looks like it looks so pretty in the pictures, but all the windows are knocked so out now. Anymore. But that's one of those things where, like, I told Nick, you know, our business partner in the gym, we, we spoke, what do we do? I'm like, oh, that's a Dan's question. That's, I go, that's so far over my head, I have mm-hmm. no idea. And I think 30-year-old me or 29-year-old me would have been too embarrassed to say that. 40-year-old me is like, I'm good. I'm totally yeah. going to hire a pro at <laughs> what they do because it's just so But that is really maturity, right? It is, it, yeah. To admit when you don't know something and know oh, absolutely. that, you know, Boy, I would get a lot farther ahead if I just called somebody who did know. Well, it's even like that. It's my, my dad, my dad is commercial lender for 40 years. And, you know, like 29-year-old me, 20-year-old me, never would ask my dad. I'm like, oh, I'm a man, I'm going to figure this shit out myself. And then, like, last week, I was like, hey, tell me about commercial purchasing. He goes, oh, buy it, like, as an individual. It's a better tax thing. But I go, he was just happy that I would ask him. And I'm, too, I'm like, we need to write notes down. I'm going to figure this shit out. You know, because I, I just don't know. And I told Nick, he goes, I didn't know. Like, I don't, this is all so new to me. And mm-hmm. But I just, I think it's good for all of our people who watch her and listen to our podcast. And I'm like, fuck, I mean, I'm fairly successful, but I still don't have remotely the amount of knowledge. I, I mean, that's why you hire pros. Well, we, see, so, I mean, we see it. People come in, they think they know it. We kind of let them talk through it. And then after they just verbally comes out of their mouth, they realize it to just... Yeah, they step back and they take over. Okay, it's not like we're experts in every instance. There are areas of it that we're experts in. We've also built a team. Yeah, we have this whole team around. Mm -hmm. We have a team of contractors that we can call and have ask questions to, have them come out, Mm -hmm. look at stuff, blah blah blah. We have property managers that we can call, ask questions to. We have attorneys, bankers. We have all these engineers, all these people that. We'll pick up our call every single time, and then we'll answer our dumb questions. Yeah. Well, you guys know the contacts to ask in that yeah. in that realm. Yeah, who we share. We help yeah. people out, too. Do yeah. you guys think, as something brought up to me, uh, somebody else had messaged into me, actually, because I get a lot of messages in on social media just on business questions. Period. Like, you said they're looking for their first spot. They're looking for a space. It was some sort of smoothie thing. I was like, well, 
good luck with smoothies in the Midwest, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, good for you. Um, you know, it's only warm here three months of the year, guys. I mean, uh, but uh, we talked about that before. There's some that made it, but they, they, do you think landlords are more willing to do uh, short-term leases? And I said, well, I have a podcast come up and I'll ask because they're because of the fear of COVID, what's going to happen? So the problem, the problem with short-term leases is there's no benefit there. The benefits start to run up for the landlord. So what the landlord's going to put into your deal yeah. to sweeten it up is going to be less and less. We, I met with the restaurant yesterday, by the way, and, our, and they were saying, would you do a five-year lease here? Sure. But you need lots and lots of money to open this restaurant. You're looking for some portion of that money to come from the landlord. Yeah. 10 years gets you a lot more money from the landlord. The smoothies, and we did a smoothie uh, deal a year ago or so, and they've actually been really successful, um, and and I'm happy for them. But they were no money. They were looking for short-term deals. I bet they looked for spaces for over two years because they had to find a space that was almost already perfectly ready to go for them. Uh, And they ended up in a frozen yogurt uh, space, so it took very little yeah. uh, work to get it done and get them up and running. But that's so. How long are you willing to look uh, for that first space to mm-hmm. get that kind of deal, or are you willing to maybe? And then that also confines the type. You know, the yeah. if the space is at buried behind, you know, four Taco Bells at a Walmart. Yeah. Is that the best place for a smoothie shop? Well, you know, it comes down to build out. And the tenant improvement allowance they allow you to have. And I think that's where we've been beneficial at Rexius because my build out is so simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The landlord has to pay in more than what your it's just common logic. If the landlord has to pay in and give you more than what your rent's gonna give over that term, yeah. It's a zero. And I guess that's yeah. maybe some people don't think of it that way. Real yeah. quick, maybe people don't know. Landlords put money, will give tenants money to do yeah, their bill. TI improvement allowance. Yep. yep. Tenant improvement allowance. They'll give you money. And so when you, if you're looking for a six month lease or a one year lease, there's basically no money available from yeah. the landlord. And that's where we've been beneficial, I, I think, because we, our build out is so simple. I'm willing to sign three, five, six year deals, which we've done. But then they're like, well, we'll do your build out. I'm like, I bet you will. It's going to cost you all of nothing. I said, how about we kick it off with three months free rent? Yep. And then we can get that, which I think is great for my franchisees because then they don't have to worry about when I'm doing their six and 12 month projections for their banks, you know, their capital needed on hand to help, you know, with rent and wages Mm -hmm. and stuff is marketing lower, allows us to to get those loans easier. And that's why we, our build out is simple. Would I like to have some of the things, some of my competitors who are all going out of business now, by the way, um, have sure they look nice. But the same point, because of that negotiating leg, I can do a three-year deal, get three months around or whatever it might be. Um, and it's just because it's a simplicity. But if you're going to build a restaurant, I mean, that's capital Ooh, intensive, you know. There's, there's a lot of plumbing. The hood system, of, you know, the fire yeah. suppression yeah. system. I mean, everything. You know, Plumbing is the most expensive type bathrooms. of construction that you typically can do. The code requirements on restaurants are much higher than they are on any other type of business. Um you know, some of your build out you can get away without getting building permits on. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's all little little things that little things <laughs> yeah. little little things I've learned little things I've learned over the years. Like don't know, take the wall up eight feet, not to deck, because I don't have to worry about. But we found that out from a lease we had signed, I think, and it was, you know, the uh, changing of the fire was on us. I'm like, oh cool, not realizing the guys who move fire sprinklers. God, they get paid more than the doctor I go to. Oh, yeah. And holy shit. And then it just to have one company can move the fire alarm, it was a whole nother company that moves the sprinklers. Found that out after I paid for the fire sprinklers. 
And it was each one, but it's just all those things you don't know when you first, I mean, I, that was, I had already been in business for seven years before I figured that one out, but I'd never done a, a warehouse space before. It was new. Well, know? Dan and I had a new one the other day, spe- speaking of fire sprinklers, this group wants to uh, store like alcohol. Uh, not like drinking alcohol, but I guess cleaning chemicals and stuff like that. The they can't just have a normal sprinkler system. They need a very specialized sprinkler system that costs three times what a normal sprinkler yeah, system. Yeah, we priced costs. it out, and I thought it was just a normal fire system. And then we started talking a little bit deeper, and they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we need this, which is basically takes a portion of it that needs to be secluded with foam." And so. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we found it out. It was a year ago when we expanded uh, Iron Kills Heaven. Kills the deal. We we carried yeah. we expanded Iron Heaven and we just extended our lease. Just took over the next bay, and I it's just stupid. Like I've been, we walked the space together, and I've been doing this a long time. I know what I need for a warehouse. The only thing I didn't do was look up at the AC. Yeah. And didn't realize it didn't go to the back where the warehouse is. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got, okay, the wall can't go all the way up. Oh, shit. What are we going to do? And that's on me, and those units are not cheap. And so, and they're like, well, you can spend $7,000 on a rooftop unit. No. Nope. So we went to Menards and bought four portable air conditioners yeah. and fans, and that's what keeps the air. So it works fine. Electricity bill's a little higher. But, you know, it's just one of those things. I've been doing this a long time, and I'm like, that was nine years into it. I'm like, well, shit, mark that one down in the lesson book. We figured it out, but it's just one of those things. Like, I just want everybody to listen to the podcast. Like, hey, we all we're all we all learn. I'm ten years in. I'm still learning. You so. don't know what you don't know. Oh, yeah, it's just it. It's just trying to put yourself in the best position to have as little, uh, as few of those things affect you as possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, I think we I think we can talk all day on this stuff. It's kind of fun, honestly. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for coming on the show. Honestly, yeah. Uh, tell thanks our, for having. Yeah, us. Tell, it means tell, a lot. Tell all of us, tell all our followers where they can find you guys at social or uh, YouTube podcast, whatever. Yeah, uh, YouTube and podcast is Dan's Onsite D A N S O N S I T E. Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, you can get a hold of us at Dan's at dansonsite.com or our day job, Omni Partners, omnipartners.com. You can find us on there. And if we can help, uh, even if we can just answer a question, we would love to answer your question. So that's awesome. Feel free to reach out. All of our followers, reach out to them. I mean, honestly, they, they can they can work real estate deals anywhere. It doesn't have to be just in the community in Omaha. It's He's done deals in you know, Texas. We've done them all over the place. And I mean, you've leased properties all over the damn place. I know that when you're doing with, uh, Yeah, we always kind of say we're central United States. So from Canada to Mexico, kind of, you know, within a couple states in Nebraska is our, our, our basis. But yeah, we've been down to Florida and, and yeah. California and all over the place. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. The story is you are you, and I am me. Just be I'm a gentleman, now I'm settled in Even when they said don't let them in I said guess again, what's the way I walk into a room And everybody stare, godfather-like presence Everybody know I'm here, stepping right into my office Pouring bearing on the rocks Toast To the homies that could never see the light And the haters that forever see my ghost What a night, huh?